Hello and welcome to this week's Football Friday podcast. As we all know, Real Madrid stunned the footballing world by scoring two goals in the last two minutes. And then Benzema scored the winner in the extra time and Man City faithful were out of Bernabeu crying because they didn't expect that. And in the first leg semi-final, uh, Liverpool emerged victorious at Anfield. And in the second leg, they defeated 3-2 uh, Villarreal. And uh, they have now progressed to the finals where they will be playing against Real Madrid. So today we have with us Trishul from Spurs Bangalore, Ramud from Liverpool fan club Bangalore, and Achaya from Man City's arch rivals, Man United fan club. And in this podcast, we will be discussing the upcoming clash between Liverpool and Spurs because now Man City only have Premier League in their hands because they have no chance of winning the Champions League after that unconvincing loss. So, we will be discussing about the clash between Liverpool and Spurs because if Liverpool wins this clash, then uh, their chances of winning the Premier League will increase. So, we will be discussing the upcoming clash between Liverpool and Spurs at Anfield and about what happened in the semi-final of the UEFA Champions League. So, starting with uh, Achaya. Achaya, what do you think about Man City's loss? And will it have ramifications in their Premier League title race? And can we safely say that Liverpool are now favourites to lift the uh, Premier League trophy? I mean... Obviously, on one side, it, it was a joy to watch. It was a joy to watch them get knocked out uh, year after year despite spending billions and to watch uh, Pep have a meltdown. But then at the, uh, when, when all the dust settled, yeah, the only uh, uh, the, the, uh, picture that remained was what's going to happen in terms of confidence and morale for the for the city side uh, because they just lead uh, Liverpool by one point if I'm not wrong in the league table, so right. I I'm, I'm really hoping that they don't let it uh, affect them too much. Uh, maybe take a day or two off and but then they get back to you know uh, making sure that they don't drop any more points uh, in the league table this season. Right, uh, Pramod, what do you think about this? Will, will it help uh, Liverpool massively? Right. So, I don't think, first of all, I don't think we are favourites in winning any of the three tournaments. Be it Premier League, Premier League is completely in the hands of... Sorry, uh, am I audible? Yes, you are. Right. So, Premier League is in the hands of Man City. I mean, yeah, it was a tough loss. I mean, it it was, I, I feel it was bad luck. But it was a tough loss. But these guys are really some incredible machines, man. And I think they will bounce back. And again, the Champions League, we are not favourites. And even if it was Man City who were qualifying, even then we wouldn't have been favourites. And uh, the FA Cup final is a 50-50 game. So, I, I don't think... I uh, I mean, the camp, uh, the Liverpool camp, uh, the fans, uh, they're all exactly the way we were, even before the game happened. So, I don't see any massive... Uh, sudden uh, joy that has been emerging. It's just the same. Yeah, we've uh, got to give, uh, give 100%. Uh, uh, do you think City will be able to recover from this uh, psychological blow? Um, I mean, it is tough. Right? It is tough because it's uh, you've been trying a lot. Okay, these people, City is not 
just been knocking at the door of Champions League. They've been banging, okay, and incessantly. Like this is for like good three, four years, and it's just about time. I mean, next year or the year after that, they will be, you know, getting their hands on that uh, elusive trophy. But uh, as far as PL is concerned, they they know the drill. So I I still think there is a. I mean, I, they they still are, you know, front seat. They are. They are there in the leading seat. There's a 70% chance that you know City will uh, take it through. Rishul, what's your opinion on this? Uh, hello, am I audible? Yes, you are. Hello. Okay, thank you. Sorry for the that uh, there was an internet problem. Did you ask me something? Yeah, we were discussing about uh, City's blow in the Champions League and how it could affect their chances of winning the Premier League title. So, what's your say in this? Uh, if anything, I think City will be more uh, motivated now to win the Premier League. I mean, I think they will end up taking their frustration on the teams that are yet to face. So, I I just see the other way around. I see Manchester City being now more favourites to win the Premier League uh, compared to Liverpool. Anyway, they played good football for throughout the 90 minutes. It's just that they, their morale went down in the final few minutes. So, what could Guardiola would have done differently to, you know, when, when the match went into extra time, what could he have done differently so that he could have emerged out victorious out of that fixture? I think Pep was a little overconfident. I, I don't think he should have subbed uh, Kevin De Bruyne and Maris. Just I think he made that substitution too soon. I mean, especially after him uh, experiencing defeats uh, year after year in UCL, he still ended up uh, making that decision, which I felt was uh, a big mistake. I mean, even after Real Madrid scoring, City did not score because they did not have that uh, quality. It, it was already on the bench. So, I, I feel that was also a big moment in the game for me. Right. Really. I mean, it was really stupid to sub, uh, sub Rodri. Why would you substitute your central, your CDM when you are trying to hold on to a one-goal lead? Why would you do that? This is, that was, that was really overconfident and uh, he thought the... You uh, know, do you the, guys think uh, that Pep, Pep is his uh, own worst enemy? I mean... He, he feels too stubborn to make changes in the final stages when when you want your team to defend when you you want your team to park the bus. I mean, you are uh, just one minute away from a, a final appearance in the Champions League, second consecutive uh, final appearance, and and uh, you know there was no <clears throat> structure at the back of City, and you know there were quite an easy goals uh, which Real Madrid scored in the end. So. Do you guys think he's too stubborn to change uh, his philosophy when he should uh, do for the sake uh, of the results of the team, for the for the sake of the team? Right. Is anyone taking that? Yeah, yeah. Pramod? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I don't think he's stubborn. I don't think they, uh, I don't think they play the park the bus game. I mean, they genuinely don't do that. And no, uh, I know they I, don't I, do that, but, but you are just why would you, you know, why would you play uh, a high defensive line when when you are, you know, uh, just one minute away from uh, making your way into the final? Why why won't uh, he, you know, 
bring his players uh, 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 motivate his players to depend not go on right. uh, to attack more right 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 no, i think this I is guess. a very old thing yeah so i think this is a very old thing uh, that he keeps doing he used to do this with barcelona as well i mean uh, even in the last dying minutes uh, he would really not uh, he, he wouldn't really go defensive i think i don't think stubborn is a word i think uh, he just believes his system way too much and uh, i think yeah so, i mean subbing rodri was that is being stubborn no? i mean that, that that was that that was monumentally stupid but uh, yeah i mean one could call it stubborn but uh, you know it's like when you're revered like that i mean when you have a big name like that i don't think people you know i don't think pep himself thinks of him like that i mean i, I don't know any other way to put this up and on the contrary club uh, has been good in making changes whether right. it be related to tactics or changing players club proved right. it again against villarreal when when the team was in need in the second half he he subbed out jota and he brought in diaz and right. diaz was like diaz was performing well initially he was making dribbles but he was not so efficient but after that right. fevino goal it gave him a good boost in his morale and then he scored right. the second goal so i think he brought energy right. yeah. game yeah yeah he Diaz is a puzzle, is what he is. Okay, he, it's uh, he brings what the other two uh, forward uh, attackers don't. Okay, he's a puzzle. He he's more of a direct runner, and uh, it it brings a freshness to the attack, and that's what he did. And he like he opened up the space for Fabinho. But the Villarreal game, we did not win by a margin of three goals. What we won by a margin of fifteen minutes. What Villarreal did for forty-five minutes. they should have ideally done for 60 minutes or 65 minutes they couldn't cope up and uh, somewhere uh, klopp knew this like they can't do this they can't do the way they've played the first half they can't do this for 60 65 minutes it's a very shoestring uh, kind of a team and they will get completely you know exhausted doing that and uh, at the right time he took the hammer and he brought in you know diaz and he he just changed the game all around Yeah, I mean, but then it was uh, quite evident, though. I mean, uh, after the first leg at Anfield, Liverpool two nil, and yeah, I mean, at least in my head, the tie was essentially done. And I mean, but Achha, what Villarreal did in the first half? What yeah, Villarreal... but then I mean, as much as I hate to admit this, it, that like Pramod mentioned, it was never going to last for a full ninety, especially against this Liverpool team. I know. I mean, uh, believe it or not, it it uh, disgusts me to say it. But then, this particular Liverpool team, you you cannot put in uh, the performance like that just for like forty five minutes and then you know call it uh, a job well done. No, I mean we've seen uh, Emery do this uh, with Arsenal as well. I mean the moment he went, uh, I mean uh, two goals up and uh, the tie was two two he decided to set up shop and that's when liverpool i mean he decided to stop playing fourth and court stop playing the game and uh, that's when liverpool uh, were brought back to life and and yeah i mean you know the rest so so yeah you, you just you just cannot do uh, stuff like that against this particular liverpool side which um, i mean a couple of years ago we could have called it 
uh, call them a very good team but now with the squad depth that they have except for pro- probably the full backs uh, positions uh, i think i mean it's it's, it's going to be very very difficult uh, to you know play the way we are real did and expect the result they are on the verge of becoming the best ever premier league team uh they are chasing quadruple and they are very close you think they will win uh, the quadruple achaya and if they do win uh will they be will i think, think mil- millions millions of united fans just like me would have countless sleepless nights if that happens yeah. that would probably be the worst uh uh worst point in terms of supporting uh, united for our entire generation i'm really hoping that they don't i mean the only thing i mean the my my bet would be on pep city to make sure that they do not drop any more points and maybe somewhere along the line uh, the likes of uh, david moyes and uh, tottenham could uh, help uh, you know uh, dampen their uh, chelsea in fa cup final Chelsea in FA Cup final again. Uh, despite Pramod uh, trying to underplay uh, uh, the final, FA Cup final against Chelsea, I I don't see. Uh, uh, I mean, come on, we we saw the performance uh, that Chelsea put up. Come on, a team like mm. Arsenal took needed less than five minutes to score against United, and Chelsea needed sixty, and they couldn't even uh, get a decent result despite having not won at Old Trafford since two thousand thirteen. Chelsea in finals. Chelsea side should not be a problem for this current Liverpool side. And even in my Real opinion. Madrid in the Champions League, it will be tough for Liverpool to play against Real Madrid in the final because if if Real Madrid is in the finals, then they are favourites. they have won it 13 times and and it won't be a like obviously it will be a daunting task to face liverpool but uh, there's a strong force with them when they are playing in the champions no, league no doubt no doubt i mean madrid 13 time champions on the verge of uh, trophy number 14 uh, probably uh, were not the same madrid uh, which did the three peat but then But still it's madrid because it it's it, it's in the dna winning uh, champions league trophies winning any kind of trophy it's in the club's dna which which, which is which is which was very evident if you uh, notice because those these are the kind of things that you cannot coach you cannot instill into another player that comes into the i mean no coach can instill such uh, characteristic traits into a player it just it just it just you just get it you just once you're there at a the certain club that's what that's what trophies does it builds confidence it builds you know it it gives you a taste of uh, the so called football heritage of the club so you which is which is why city i mean city and i mean pep and they just don't have it which, which is brilliant to watch but then i mean the downfall of pep uh, despite spending all that money but then uh, mm-hmm. but then yeah uh, but all uh, all that said and done if madrid do play like they did against city and uh, psg and let liverpool you know score a, a couple of goals in the first half or in the first hour of the game i do not see them undoing liverpool in the last uh, 15 20 minutes because i think i think klopp would be uh, much uh, i mean uh, he wouldn't be as naive as pep i think klopp would Uh, really uh, focus on solidifying his defense, and he'd be content on uh, 
saving the lead if he does get one but santiago bernabeu had a big role to play in real madrid's success so the finals will be in paris so will that play a role in madrid's performance it 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 could right like you mentioned uh, the bernabeu the atmosphere the stadium it, it's it's amazing uh, i know so uh, no doubt uh, they did have a lot of support from their uh, ultras so but then this being in paris i think best thing to do is uh, probably borrow ramos for one game <laughs> and uh, make sure the job gets done well But right. yeah, it's, it's going to be a cracking final, now, nevertheless. But I'm just—I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, I think it goes without saying. Uh, I'm really hoping for a Madrid win, but uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough. Right. Right. So moving on to Premier League now. Two informed teams meet on Saturday uh, in Premier League. While Spurs' motivation this season is finishing in the top four, while Liverpool, as we mentioned earlier, are gunning for an unprecedented quadruple. Uh, Tottenham have been really good under Conte. Do you guys think that will be enough? Uh, is, is Tottenham capable enough of stopping uh, this Liverpool juggernaut? Starting with Pramod. Right. So this is. Uh, I mean, uh, Tottenham okay. has been incredible. Tottenham has been incredible with set pieces and all that, and uh, they they actually were a pretty big thorn when we met them uh, at the Tottenham Stadium. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a tough match. I do see us, you know, slightly, you know, scraping. The, the see the, the this is how I look at Liverpool right now. The, at least this season, you know, getting the job done minimal. Okay, we are not we are not like City. we are a very conservative like we have we are conserving our energy we are like we are playing uh, one game every 3 days so it's uh, i i think we have the pedigree to you know just just get the job done just cross the finish line you know there you know and they are going to be really tough i mean uh, you know they are like they are like uh, against the arc rivals i mean uh, they are they are gunning for the fourth spot uh, you know uh, along with arsenal so they've got a lot to play so it's it's certainly not going to be an easy game and we can't like rest players along the way that's the problem when you're chasing too many trophies like you're just exhausted okay i'll i'll give you my view on this i think uh, uh, it highly depends on who scores first i mean been following uh, tottenham under conte it's it's been just one thing it's counter attack counter attack and counter attack I haven't mm. seen us uh, break down defenses. I haven't seen us uh, have that play that Liverpool, City, even even for even for a, a matter of fact, Arsenal have. We we've only been a counter-attacking team, and <clears throat> that has been our strength. Harry Kane through ball and Son sprint, and that that's what's been keeping us up in that top five. So uh, against Liverpool, I do see uh, it highly depends on who scores first. If we end up scoring the first goal when with the Liverpool press. I think there's a very good chance of us uh, beating Liverpool in Anfield. That is, if we score first and then again sit back and play on the counter attack. I, I do see that happening. That that's that's how, that's how we have been. Uh, uh, that's that's Conte system. We have been thriving under that against uh, high pressing teams. But uh, if Liverpool uh, end up scoring first, I think that's game over for us. We should stop playing at that moment because I don't see us. Uh, 
breaking down liverpool and and if liverpool do continue that high press for a long time maybe then that there is a chance that uh, the counter attack works i mean going back to a game in the tottenham hotspur stadium it was uh, i think in, in that particular game our uh, counter attacking uh, uh, game plan of conte did uh, uh, play a good part uh, i think uh, we were the better uh, team in that way i mean you can debate the harry kane red card of course but uh, in terms of xgs as well we were rated higher so if the same game uh, plays out at anfield i i do see us having a chance but if uh, if liverpool score first i think it's game over for us after liverpool spurs will be playing against north london rivals arsenal so what kind of strategy could conte use to play against the gunners because even the gunners sit deep and they attack uh, they they use counter attacking approach so how how what would be conte's counter counter to that see i genuinely don't see us uh, playing well against arsenal or uh, liverpool i mean conte's system it's been th- it works when you have very good uh, full backs and right now uh, our other two matt doherty who is who's actually shown improvement who's actually been our best uh, full back has been injured we have emerson royal who can't do anything going forward and then on the other hand we have sesenyon who is absolutely the same so uh, unless some miracle happens i i, I don't see us uh, winning these games and uh, going with front three, sorry to interrupt you but the front three yeah, yeah, been, the front, front three have been phenomenal so far you talk about kulusevski son Kane, the goals they have been scoring, they are just phenomenal. The goal that Son scored in the last match from outside the box, Kane's finish on the corner on Son's corner, then Kulusevski's pass to Son. So the front three can do wonders for Spurs. uh just to say that that game was against a, a depleted Leicester team. and uh, yeah she, uh, talking about our uh, front three they have been amazing they have had a very good chemistry going on but uh, again as i said it's been it's been that when the other team is pressing uh, you get the ball you pass it to kane kane sees son or kulusevski and then again back to one of them and that's a goal it's, it's just been uh, counter attack and and that's worked very well for us but i i highly doubt uh, that it'll work against teams that uh, sit uh sit down and uh, have that low block i mean it it was shown right against uh, burnley we were horrible against burnley we could not uh, break them at all and um, yeah if any of these teams decide to sit back and play like how we play i i don't see us chance uh, having a chance and uh, yeah and again coming back to full backs full backs are have been pretty horrible for us in terms of uh, attacking and defending Regulion is injured. Uh, uh, Matt Doherty is out for the rest of the season, and uh, we don't have anybody else to play. And Sesenyon is just horrible. I mean, he's he's still learning the role, but I haven't seen any sort of uh, glimpses or any good quality from him. And uh, that's been that. I think that will be the reason why we might not even finish top four. Yeah, it's so it's because of the lack of quality in the squad. All three of you can uh, give your opinion on this. Liverpool, uh, Arsenal or Tottenham? Who will finish in the top four? Well, I would like for Tottenham to uh, take top four, but uh, looking at the next couple of fixtures, it's going to be difficult for Tottenham. 
keep the pressure on arsenal it looks like it's going to be arsenal for the fourth spot unfortunately yeah, uh, yeah i mean i mean go on, go on. Uh, i think arsenal will uh, slightly edge past uh, tottenham i mean it's a good story they built a good thing it's it's like uh, they built something ground up and it's it's nice to see some positivity in the arsenal camp um so i think they would just slightly edge i mean they they, they don't have party and uh, i think he was he was very crucial to what they were building but yeah just slightly like it will be just a one point Uh, for me to make my point then uh, i think it's high, it highly highly depends on the liverpool game that's this week and the north london derby and also i i do see arsenal have a game against uh, newcastle i i do see them uh, face difficulties in that game so assuming that if we get a uh, if we get a win in liverpool i think it'll be us but if we don't get a win in liverpool and uh, and even if even nld i don't see us winning the getting fourth place even if uh, arsenal drop points against newcastle i think for me uh, next weekends next uh, weeks uh, north london derby will uh, more or less decide who finish in the top four so guys uh, what are your score predictions for tomorrow's game liverpool versus tottenham okay i think Achai, i think i'll get a lot of Oh, okay. I think I'll get a lot of uh, hate for saying this uh, criticism. As I said, I think Conte's system might work of uh, sitting back and playing on counter attack. And if we do score first, I I see a tunnel uh, win for us. And if that happens, your next beers on me, Trishul. But uh, unfortunately, I don't see that happening, <laughs> uh, especially given that the games at Anfield. And uh, yeah, I mean, it it uh, a two nil victory is what I'm going to predict for Liverpool. But then. is it might not uh, define the way the game is being played it uh, i think it might be a struggle but uh, all said and done at the end of the final whistle i think uh, it'll be liverpool's game yeah i'm also i mean looking at a very scratchy win it's not going to be a very interesting game uh, it's going to be a very slow game and uh, drawn out uh, to end at 2-1 2-1 for liverpool that's that's what i am looking at we are expecting a draw from this one uh, liverpool does have a upper hand but uh, even tottenham will be putting everything online for the fourth spot so we are expecting Sorry. a draw from this one so that's it from this week's football friday podcast we will be back again next week with more interesting topics thank you achaya trishul and pramod for the insights it was a fun right. chat this is hardik and sparsh signing yeah. off thank you guys cheers cheers guys see you guys yeah cheers